evening, everybody. Welcome back to Nagmamaranong. It's your host, Mike Andres, Andrew Bernardo. We haven't really figured out how we're supposed to do the intro. We have no idea how to do the intro. Anyway, again, Mama Roos, if you guys like what you're listening to, like and share us on Spotify. Follow us on Spotify and then like and share us on Facebook and then share our 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 uh, podcast on all your social media. We're going to do the same. For our for our stream, not yours. I don't I don't know who you are, so I'm not gonna listen to your shit. Now we're not gonna. Of course, we're gonna listen to your shit. I don't, I don't even listen to this podcast. I'm not gonna listen to yours. <laughs> Do you guys actually? I I haven't I haven't listened to any of our podcasts. <laughs> I think I actually might do that. Remember we had that episode of what do you do during your what do you do if the Wi-Fi is out? I think I downloaded all of our stuff and I think I might listen to it Ugh. one of these things I jump out the window I think that good might be luck. my thing good luck anyway guys thanks uh, to uh, quick shout out to Podcast Network Asia for um, having us in their network for how long we don't know but we shall see Mama Roos it's up to you you guys have to uh, help us get the numbers <laughs> please give us the numbers them sweet sweet numbers alright show tonight Tonight, interesting topic from uh, Mike Sadi. Mike says, um, Mike, Sabini Mike, what makes you middle class in the Philippines? Like, what's your definition of middle class sa Pilipinas, of all things? And what I like about this topic is I think the three of us are in the same, um, I think we're all in the, the three of us are in the same uh, socioeconomic, shall we say, status like our families all we're all i think we're all in the same level of um socioeconomic status there's no other way to put it diba? but like what makes us middle class and um what makes you middle class and what makes you rich i i wanted to so when i thought of this topic um i was mainly uh, inspired by andren because he makes such good fucking topics fuck you um, I guess it couldn't just pull something out of my ass. But it, it, this one for me was important because it was interesting that Mikey, it feels like we're around the same socioeconomic background. But I I would not be surprised <coughs> if our definition of middle class and rich varied significantly. I feel like it's Okay, first of all, before we go, before we continue this, like I pose two questions. What makes you rich? What makes you middle class? Now, when I say rich, okay, let's keep things. Let's not talk maximum. <laughs> let's talk minimum. So, like, you can't say na para, oh, if you have 18 yachts. Yes. Hindi richy rich Hindi richy rich So, what, so parang, um, at this point, pwede ka nang i-consider na rich. Pwede natin pag-usapan yun. But, I think. Diamond hats. <laughs> you know what weird is, um, I have always, in my entire life, I've always considered myself middle class. So that yung idea of socioeconomic status, that never kind of, um, never, I I never encountered the term burgis until 2010. Can you believe that? Because like grade school, high school, I was with like kids of the same socioeconomic status, socioeconomic background. I've always, I knew I wasn't rich. Because we had rich classmates. So in high school for me, our rich classmate had this big house sa Laguna. He had a rest house. He had a driver, a few cars. And like every summer, nasa US sila ng pamilya niya. Like for me, that was my definition of rich growing up. So I always like, like see, Red Oliero was my classmate. He was my best friend in high school. So he and I were kind of in the same uh, socioeconomic background. So... Mm-hmm. Middle class kami. We always considered ourselves middle class. Middle class. And then when I get to college, bigla na lang, yeah, there were like people there na parang, wow, ang yaman mo, ang yaman mo, Mike. I said, like, how am I fucking rich? I'm not. I'm middle class. And they're like, no, no, I'm middle class because I live in blah, blah, blah. So it was weird, you know? Yeah. I think what, what I'm trying to establish now is what, um, first of all, I, I want to see what our definition is. And then afterwards, maybe we can figure out what <coughs> the proper definition um, I have an interesting theory. Maybe I'll say it towards the end of what I think those things would be. 
Um, but ikaw, Andre, ano yung experience mm. mo sa ano? Sa I wanted to ask that. Like, and, and what's the definition of middle class in Pangasinan? It's pretty basic. <laughs> like, I've heard my friends say this from Pangasinan. You are middle class kung may aircon ka, pero may time na pwede mong gamitin. <laughs> All right. Oh. Mayaman ka, kung may aircon ka, tas kailan, that's a, kailan that's pwede mong gamitin. That's a very good definition. <laughs> Because I grew up, we grew up like that. That's so, that is, episode's over, guys. We're yep. done. We're that's done. It. You found it. We found it. It's so good. It's so good. You can apply it with everything. It is so good, Andrin. That Andrin, if you don't turn this into a bit, you are insane. I was about to say. So I was about to say, Andrin, I'm stealing this. It's it's good. It's so good, man. It's so perfect. The way you even delivered it is so perfect. Pag meron kang earphone, meron meron It's been said to me before. It's so basic, man. It's so it's so true. So perfect. You have the thing that makes you different from everyone else. Pero merong oras lang na <laughs> You know why? Because like, uh, like I used to live in BF Paranaque, so I feel like that is um, that is middle class suburbia ng Pilipinas. Like you you see in um, US TV shows, meron sila yung mga suburbs and stuff. So like I feel like BF homes Paranaque. That's that's middle class. And growing up, may aircon kami sa kwarto namin. Kasi I shared a room with my brother. Tapos may aircon kami. But we were only allowed to use the aircon. Siguro parang Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So we would, we would have aircon nights. So like right before sleeping, I would ask my, my, my brother. like, oh yeah, ano ba? Aircon night ngayon? And he was like, ah, hindi. Kagabi yan. It's like, ah, okay. And it was like every other night. And then Friday, you had the aircon on. Because it's Friday. So yeah, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, aircon nights. Or was it twice a week? Oh man, no? holy shit. That's a really good definition. Kasi nga, you were, you, parang, so that's middle class for you, Andrew. You, you're, you can afford luxuries, yeah. but only to a certain extent. But you have to oh. get <laughs> I, like, I can buy ice cream. Now, fucking, let's say, uh, Uh, ben and Jerry's, pero kailangan yung oh, you have oh, to yeah. last for about like two Everybody gets the small, everybody gets a small metal bowl para ilagay dun, yeah. para measured siya properly. Pero, here's the thing yeah. I like about the aircon, because the aircon just encompasses so much of our lives here sa Pinas. Kasi what ends up happening is that you always like when a specific kind of guest comes to your house. Because sometimes, if a guest is there the whole week, that whole week becomes aircon oh. week. You have to have it on for the guest. <laughs> that is so true. That's what happens when my cousin's visit from I'm so happy when that happens. Because it's early. Okay, you have to wake up early. You have to help me prepare. For the guests who are visiting, and when they visit, the first you're just you're just um slicing the vegetables, and you're just waiting for Mike on money aircon. Like, yes, I'm living in the hotel holiday inn. Like growing up, I spent a lot of time with my cousin. Uh, I spent a lot of time in their house. I when I was like 16, 17 years old. I think I spent like four. Four days out of the week, sa condo nila because um, he was rich. Honestly, like he was richer. He was richer than us, and it was nice. Yung parang pupunta ka don and like the like the first few times I stayed over his condo, their condo, like we'd go into his room. Tapos the first thing he would do, he wouldn't even turn on the yung electric fan. He would go straight to the air conditioner, like and I'm like whoa, and then I was like, do we paalam mo na tayo sa 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 parents mo? And uh, he was like, why? It's hot. It's like, yeah, but it's it's the aircon. And he was just like looking at me. Na parang, if it's hot, you turn on the aircon. If it's not hot, you don't use it. Ganun lang simple. And it's like, do you not use the aircon in your house? It's like, no. And he was like, what if it's hot? electric fan. Like, this is just this is mind blowing to me, man. Like, what the? And another thing, what if it's hot? Then we die. We That's what. And then another another thing. Speaking of air conditioning, yung quality ng aircon mo rin eh. Yung, ano eh, marker. So, like, my cousin and I, we had the basic air conditioner, di ba? 
yung uh, box. Window type? Huh? Window yeah, the window type. type it had a little dial. And it's fine. And then we had a friend. Um, he's he's richer than, than us. Uh, he's uh, His name's Sonny. Uh, the first time we went over to his house, first of all, he lives in he lives in Makati in Bel Air. So we're like, oh, all right. But you like you go to his house. We meet we meet his parents, and his parents are super nice people. It's not an ostentatious house, alam mo They're very um, they're very they're very humble people. It was nice. But and then we we go to this house. That was sabi nung mom niya when we meet her mom. We meet his mom. And the mom's like, you guys want food? Very nice. And then he he, uh, he turns to Sunny and she's like, oh, turn on the aircon para you guys are comfortable. So we were like, yeah, cool. That's what you do with guests. I was on my way up to his room and he was like, where are you going? We're staying in the living room. So I'm like, oh, yeah, but your mom said turn on the aircon. And he was like, yeah, the aircon here. And then he brings out a fucking remote control. And alam mo, ano tawag doon sa aircon na yun? Yung, yung, yung mahaba na nakatayo. Yung restaurant? Yung restaurant? Yeah. yeah. With, a, with a fucking... And mind you, this was 2004. So parang a remote-controlled air conditioner was like, wow, what? You have an air conditioner in your living room? What? Mukha siyang main frame. Yung itsura ba na mukha mo yung... And then here's the funny part. Okay, here's the funny part. The funny part is I was like, wow, you, that's how you know you're rich. You have an air conditioner in your living room. And he was like, I'm not rich, I'm middle class. It's not like we keep this on all the time. We only turn it on for guests. And it's like, wow, even rich people, they're upper they're middle upper class. Middle that's the thing. I have heard people call me upper middle class also. Because, okay, to be fair, okay, I encountered the term burgis in 2010 when I uh, went back to college for the nth time. And I was in UST. Tapos, uh, I was living in my Lola's house at the time. I was living in my Lola's house because my, uh, my, siblings, my siblings all lived in their own houses uh, para, sa, sa, sa Paranaque. And my mom was living in Hong Kong, so I didn't really have a place to stay. So I stayed at my grandmother's house. And my grand my grandparents are rich. They were they are they're rich. Cause you know, my grandfather was an architect in the 70s. So he was rich. So we had a driver, but I never really thought much about it until I had I, I brought one of my friends along. Uh, we were gonna do a project uh namin, and he was like, Oh, again. How do we get to your house? I live on Tomas Morato. And he was like, oh, sakto, dalawang jeep lang yan. And I was like, no, it's fine. I'll call our driver. And he immediately goes, wow, burgis. And I was like, what's burgis? It's like, di ba alam yung burgis, pare? Burgis ka talaga. And it's like, what does it mean? I don't know. It's like, there is nothing. He was like, wow. He was like, hmm, can I call this guy burgis? And then he goes, what? You know what? 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 what whatever. You're burgis. And then you go, What's Burgis? And he said, oh, God, this guy's fucking Burgis. I wasn't sure before, but if you don't even know what Burgis means, you're for sure Burgis. Yeah, I guess they're like, okay, like my, grand, my grandparents' old house, Thomas Morato, it was a big house. Like, I always, I grew up, I always knew that my grandparents are rich. They have a big house that is a lot bigger than what a lot of other people have. And I'm thankful for that. But like, alam mo, as time went on, yung parang you just kind of take it for granted. Tapos dinala ko yung friend ko doon. So like my grandmother's house back then, it's not there anymore. Pero back then it had one, two, three, four rooms dun sa, dun sa I guess, the third floor. The second floor was um, the living room and the dining room. And then sa baba, there was the maid's room and then my room. So six rooms, tapos may office, and it had a lot of nice paintings. So, you know, when my when my friend got there, he was he was mind blown. He was like, "Oh my God, is this so? This is." I remember he said that my friend Arkon. He says, "So this is what a rich man's house looks like." And I'm like, "No, it's not. This is not a rich person's house." And he was like, "Bigger than mine." It's parang huh? That's a that's a weird way of seeing things. And you parang I always thought na parang no, we were we're definitely middle class. But he was like, "No, I'm middle class because we." can't afford a car, I think that's middle class. It's parang, no, you're middle class if you have one car. 
you're middle class if you have one maid tapos yung maid na yan hindi mo pa mautusan ano na yan hindi mo siya mautusan kasi pero from your story Maika like you I think Red or you made this point na like you become ashamed yeah. to that you're middle class yeah. you are proud that you're poor <laughs> all your friends are like parang oh. that, 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 that's always a, that's always a thing that 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 you do because I think that's part of it is also is you keep t- trying to tell people that you are middle class. Tapos you'll get to the point wherein you will realize that I'm actually not middle class. I am I think I'm slightly upper oh. middle class and then you then and then now and then now you're kind of like it's embarrassing how you're trying to prove to people that you're poor <laughs> but you're not poor and then all you're trying to do now is not say that you're poor kasi kuwari sasabihin sa yung mga friends mo magkikita-kita pag summer, sabi niya, pari, ano ginawa mo ng summer? Sabi niya isa, ah, wala, eh, ano eh, um, medyo, ano ngayon eh, hindi, ma, ano, na, nawala ng trabaho si mami, so andun lang kami sa bahay. Pumunta kami ng Batangas, I think, twice, for like a day, nag-day trip lang. Tapos sabi niya, ako, pari, nag-ano lang ako eh, nag-bagyo lang ako. Tapos sa tanong yung gabigla, tapos alam, nag-Hong Kong ka, tapos ikaw naman, ikaw nangyari sa'yo. Oh, no, pare, wala. Tabay lang, sama family. You didn't lie to them. You did go with your family to Hong Kong, but you're not saying yeah. what you did. You're you're keeping you're keeping facts out because it's not it's not that you don't want to admit. It's just that the the, the conversation gets derailed because they just make fun of you, and you're like, no, I don't I don't want to do that. Are we really going to ruin nice conversation? With facts, let's not do that. Let's just let's just ha- let's just move away from this topic and talk about the new yeah. video game or a new that movie happened that comes up. Pinsan go. That like I knew he was rich, pero I knew na I'm upper middle class siya because uh, there was one summer where we were like making plans na na parang all right, so let's hang out these days, these days, these days. And he's like, oh, I'm gonna be gone for a month. Sabi niya bigla. I was like, where are you going? Because he's a U.S. citizen, so it's like, oh, I'm going to the U.S. But we're going there for a month, para sulit. And it's like we're staying over at everybody's, every like their their relatives' houses. They're not staying in hotels. Um, they're going cross country, pero alam yon, they're driving. Yung they're doing everything to keep costs down, parin. But they're in the U.S., diba? So for me, like that was a marker na mayaman ka kapag afford kang pumunta ng U.S. During the summer, because like high school, anywhere high school, like we would go. I think to the beach. Definitely, we would go to Baguio for Holy Week. But even then, I was telling some of my friends years and years later, na parang oh yeah, every summer pupunta kami sa Baguio for Holy Week. I would, with my family, we would stay at my. We had a house and we have a house in Baguio, and then my friends like wow, every summer. Pupunta kayo ng Baguio, tang ina mayaman ka pare. It's like, it's not, it doesn't cost that much. Kasi may bahay kami doon. May bahay kayo doon? Ang yaman nyo pala, sobrang yaman nyo. It's like, no, it's, it's not. But, because, because we've had, because, is it because you, you've had, your family always had a house there because they used to live there or they actually no, had a house we, there? we, they bought a house there. Because like, no, but this like a oh yeah, house. oh yeah. mga eighties pa. Cause like, all right, Mama Ruth, a little background. I don't wanna. Let me give you a little bit of background. So, yung my grandparents when they were born, they were not rich at all. Like yung lolo ko, yes, he was Spanish, pero he was what they called a mestizo de entresuelo, which is apparently a super derogatory term. And my grandmother hates it when, she, first of all, she was the one who told me that term, and now she hates it when I use it. But yung lolo was uh, basically ano siya, um, illegitimate child siya, so mestizo siya, pero nakatira sila dun sa entresuelo. Yung, di ba yung mga bahay dati, yung bahay na ba to? So the main house was up, tapos yung garahe. That's where he lived. So he was, he grew up poor. My lola also. But alam mo yan, classic uh, capitalist mythology, which actually was true. He worked his butt off. Uh, he became an architect, and it just so happened the mentor niya sa architecture was one of the uh, Marcos cronies. And um, I'm not, so, like, uh, 
Alright, let me defend myself. Let me defend no, myself. Hindi kami crony. Fortunately or unfortunately. Mm, that's exactly what a crony So basically, so basically like, yung, tat, yung lolo ko, he was the contractor for a lot of the projects that the Marcos has had in the 70s and the 80s. So yung ano, um, a lot of the uh, hospitals in and around uh, Quezon City, so he was the architect. He was the contractor there. So he, he had a he had his own little uh, uh, construction company. So yung lolo ko yung kinukuha, He was the one who would provide manpower and stuff. So yung Philippine um, Heart Center, kidney, lung, most of the government hospitals uh, QC. My grandfather was the 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 construct yung yung sa construction you know the people he would bring the, the construction workers and stuff and this major project was redesigning the interior of Malacanang so he had pictures of him with Marcos and and Imelda and we keep those buried very deep in the uh, in the family archives we keep them buried really deep and so that's how he made his money and then, so I always thought, wow, okay, that's why he's rich. And then my Lola was like, actually, no, we could have been so much richer if he accepted the actual Marcos projects. But your Lolo was a little, you know, he knew what was going on behind the scenes and he wasn't comfortable. And I was like, what a dumbass. But like, well, anyway, so we were like half cronies, I guess. So that's how they made their money. So that's why they were rich. But... What I loved about our old house in Tomas Morato was um, a lot of the times, during that time in the Marcos era, Mama Ruz, if you guys don't remember, right? Imelda was on this, um, she, had a, she had a boner for artists. So she was just like funding all of these artists and all of these great artists who were unfortunately you know, you know, funded by the Marcoses. That's when they started getting the limelight. That's how they started making their money. A lot of the national artists. My grandfather worked closely with a lot of national artists. They, he was the one who would design their houses and stuff. Pero what he would do was instead of like saying, okay, I'll design your house, pay me X amount of money. What he would say was, I'll design your house, but you're this great artist. So <clears throat> how about uh, you pay me <clears throat> a discounted price, but then you, you give me artwork. So they were like, cool. So like our house back then was filled with amazing artwork and and um, all of these uh, expensive like uh, construction materials like Piedra de China, marble, stuff like that. Because yun yung pang exchange. So like nagbarter exchange sila. <clears throat> so we didn't have a lot of money, but we had a nice house. So that was nice. So fine arts you nurse. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Basically, but like Imelda had the whole thing. Yeah, she had the whole arts thing. Like, I mean, swings and roundabouts, diba. Pero, you know, we had a we we had platforms for all of these artists, but you know, the people who funded it killed people. So parang, well, swings and roundabouts, I guess. You know, you win some, you lose some. <laughs> I have this thing about being rich. Um, I doesn't apply to you guys as well. When you're young, lang, huh? when you go to college and you have a car, was that a re- was that a sign? If you had a car, rich? um, if you had a car, I would say I would. It's debatable. If you had, it, I would say it's debatable for me a little bit. Um, in like I won't be surprised if you're rich, but if you are not rich, I would be surprised. I'd be like, huh? Wait, wait, wait So, like, Andre, do you mean like your a family car or your own personal car? Your own car. It doesn't matter. I would doesn't yeah. matter. If you have your family car and you're going, you're bringing it to college, That you're bringing that car the whole day. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That, that's with you the whole day. Or or you're at least oh, um moving it along oh, the schedule of your family. But it's in Duha. Sorry, I think what Andre means is like the lamu yung koche so park mo like in the in the college grounds, right? Like ikaw yung mga drive. Oh, then yes, uh, debatable also. Because yes, uh, debatable sa. Pero if you had it in high school, oh damn, yeah, if you had it in high school. But that's the thing. That's also debatable. Because like I had a friend, um, 
he was he, nice guy. Uh, he, he was also quite middle class. They had two cars. We had two cars also. But the thing was, family of ilan sila, family of like three, his parents, tapos siya. Tapos ako, I was like a fam. We were a family of uh, a lot. We apat kaming magkakapatid. Uh, two of us were in college. One of us was uh, my sister who was, uh, she, she had a job, pero she had a baby. So parang my mom was also taking care of that. So parang we had two cars, but those were in use all the time. So my friend, he had a car no high school, but that was because binigay sa kanya yung isang koche. Because reasoning ng parents niya, we're not using the second car. Sayang. We'll give it to our child, our only child. He can learn how to drive. It's a life skill. Ako, school bus ako. Like, uh, yeah. Hindi yung, Andren, hindi yung American school bus na, ano ah. Hindi yung ganun. Yung school bus namin yung, alam mo yung, ano, L300 na, ganun. Okay, okay. It's a school bus. School bus ako. Tapos si... Yes, he read. Red, arguably, I think he's a little richer than me. You know, pero siya, school bus rin siya. Oh, dude. <laughs> Sumakay ba siya? Kula. Hindi na kayo duman sa mga ibang bahay. <laughs> oh, we had a, we had may service kami. Tapos, I think, for me, that was a marker of being middle class growing up. May, na, may school bus ka. You can afford to, like, go on a school bus. Because there were kids na, I didn't know this until much later. Na I took that for granted also. Na parang yeah, school. Everybody was they had a, Everybody had a school bus, de ba? You had you had your school, but you had your busmates. You had all these stories of like your your mga manyak drivers and shit like that. But then there were people. Years later, I will find out. Na parang di onik school bus pare mahal yun eh. Huh? Ano? Ano? Tricycle, lakad. That's why I brought that up kanina about the car thing. Because dun sa probinsya yung schools don either high school or college mas mad um, wait rephrase mas madaling mag-commute sa probinsya so bringing a car means oh you're rich kasi you can afford gas kasi mas oh, mag-commute sa probinsya okay point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's, that's why you were rich when you had for, a me, car. For, um, for me it's a little different kasi sometimes i would see people who took this cuz i i never i think i took the school bus maybe once I mean, so by once, I mean, I meant like cool maybe one, in one year, one school year only. Kasi otherwise, ano kami, hatid sundo kami, araw-araw, sa kotse, kasi my, um, because my cousin in the morning would play tennis in BF Homes, and then in the evening, he would yeah, play tennis again. And it was, his the... The tennis court was right across um, our school. So he would just, that would be like the route anyway. That would be the normal thing. Otherwise, sometimes uh, sabay kami sa mga friends ko na malapit lang yung bahay. Minsan nagko-commute ako um, on my own. Pero like uh, what I realize now whenever, kasi then, then my my nephews would start going to school and I would see the bus rates. And I'm like, this is fucking highway robbery. No wonder ang daming school bus. Kasi it's like, you see like, are you serious? You see how much you're charging me? And you're like, you're like in a, did you build this, did you build this car last night? What are you taking my children in? It's, it's not safe. And then you see like, you're packed inside like your sardines. Like it's not even my second trip, my third trip. Tapos you're like, it's not, it's, uh, it's, and then sometimes they'd be like sobrang traffic and then they'd be like, you know, there'd be 50 kids in the school waiting for the ride. Like, um, <laughs> there were prime seats in the school bus. It's either at the very end by the door or at the other end in the driver. Anything in between and you're like, ah, oh, fuck's nice sake. Putang ina. Back then in high school, hmm. I, was, I was not as tall as I, I am now. I'm six feet tall now, but in high school, I was pretty average height. So, hassle yun kapag tang ina... Ewan nga, there are some days kasi na parang hindi ka sinusundo. O hindi sinusundo yung ibang people. I don't know, man. I mean... Here's, here's the, also one thing. Like, if you knew you were middle class or like 
quote unquote poor. When did you guys learn to write? Oh my god. Did I learn how to write it? Wow. Um I don't remember, but I remember doing it quite young. I learned Maybe. at the fourth grade. I learned how. Maybe ako slightly before high school. Ako siguro mga 2000 and ah, college na, college. Okay, Jesus. I, Jesus. I, remember, I remember that I had to because our office, my mom's office before was at Libertad. So we had to take a jeep to get there. Yun yung pinakamadaling oh. way. May car kami, pero sometimes yung car kasi ginagamit. Alam mo din, middle class kayo, kahit may sarili kayong business, kasi yung family car, yun din yung car na ginagamit para sa business. Yun yung parang, ginagamit, ginagamit nila yung, it's always a big car, tapos ginagamit siya for like, deliveries sa pop. Kasi we had a, we had a perfume business. Tapos, ginagamit yung kotse para yung deliver ng mga pabango sa lahat ng M. So we Could I just get car. this out of the way? Because I know we're all thinking it. It's pretty funny. Yung Bombay may perfume business. Anyway, let's move on. Let's move on. Why are you such a stereotype, Sadi? Well, well, it's not. It's your fault that we're racist. It's actually, it's actually not, not that. It's not actually not that hilarious, because um ninety percent of the perfumes sold in the Philippines are by a Indian company. Yeah, they are. I know. Ninety percent. They're all owned by an Indian. I know. It's company. just funny. It's just funny to me, but. Ah, that's actually a good point, no? Na parang, so I guess, yeah, that's how you know you are. So for you, Andren, <clears throat> a marker of being middle class is knowing how to take public transport at a young age. Yeah, but in the province, oh. it's different because in the province, yeah, it's okay, so I get easier. Okay. Like, I learned how to start taking jeepneys nung umapak na ako ng college, so 2005. So <clears throat> I lived... Huh? Really? That's pretty late. Yeah, kasi, okay. So like nung grade school ako, hatid sundo ako. Or school bus sa QC. So I we lived in uh, if, I, if I remember correctly, we lived on Matutum Street. I I studied in I studied in Lourdes School QC prep to grade 2. Uh, school bus ako noon. Tapos we moved to Cebu. Grade 3 to grade 3 to 5. May driver kami. Okay, I was I I can admit to myself upper class kami nung nasa Cebu kami because when we were living there, my mom was working for HSBC, tinransfer siya to Cebu. So part of the transfer was like, all right, I mean, you know, since kami yung transfer sa'yo dito, we're gonna give you a nice house. So they paid for rent, they paid for water, electricity. So Andre, dun ko naranasan yung parang, you can just right after school, just turn on the fucking aircon. Whole day. I have one more point then, like uh, um upper middle class ka kung my driver ka middle class ka my driver ka pero <laughs> I think middle class ka like that's the thing upper class ka if you have maids na pwede mong utusan to do whatever the hell it is like parang magising ka ng 1am you can wake them up it's like lutuan mo ko hotdog I think you're upper class middle class is if you have a maid and pag inutusan mo oh yung utusan mo sila na parang uh, tubig. Hindi hmm. mo kayang unin mag-isa. Ano ba yan? Senyorito kayo. Parang, whoa, hold on. Y'all work for me. And if you I'm, say that, they're like, hindi ako nagtatrabaho para sa'yo. Nagtatrabaho para sa nanay mo. Yeah, so I feel like that's a middle class. That, that's, an, that's an interesting side point because the maids that would talk oh. back to you are kind of old school. Because what they're, what they're trying to teach you is the fact that you are not owed this. This is like a privilege for you because of your parents. So you can't look at me like an, an, I'm right. an employee because you have to look at me like I'm an elder sister and um, yeah. please please okay. do this for me because yeah. I don't know how. But if you just want, if you want a sandwich that you want to like reheat or whatever, like if you want a, you want a ham sandwich, ham and egg and cheese sandwich, <laughs> which is so burghese, I just realized right now. You want ham and egg cheese sandwich, then I will make that for you because you don't know how to cook probably anything. But if you want a glass of water, bitch, get yourself. Yeah, that, that's the point. They're like, medyo cool nga yung mambo in that way na kung nagsusumbong ako dati, I was such a brat ng bata. 
bata ako, magsusubosan na. Oh, ako rin, ako rin. Okay, I think, and um, Mike, that's a good point in the sense na parang the, the reason middle class people have the maids na hindi mo pwede utusan is because those are the maids that your parents grew up with and you can't really afford to get a new one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not even sometimes the maids they grew up with. Sometimes it's the maids they had <clears throat> right oh. when they had you. Now, now they need now they need help in the house, or they were just like, okay, um, me and my partner are both working. Nobody's taking care of the house while we're here. We want to come home to a hot meal and a clean house, so we need the maid. And then that maid is now technically a just part of the family now. So that grew up already. Tas ngayon when that when the baby gets introduced, the baby doesn't think. Oh look, it's another person na utusan ko. What they're looking at is, oh, that's um, I'm related to that kid. I'm supposed to take care. Yeah, that's kind of sweet. I'm supposed to take care. So when you go after her and say, no, no, you tell, you do what I want to, what I want you to do, it's very offensive for them because they don't look at you that way. They always thought like, no, I thought, oh, sorry, I didn't know that you misinterpreted our relationship terribly. We're not like that. You're supposed to respect me, and then I'm supposed to do stuff for you because you are important yeah. to me. Because not because My anak ni anak ni mam. Hindi. I don't look at you. As, I don't look at you as anak ni mam. Kaya ako <coughs> ginagawa. Ginagawa ko to kasi I technically care for you. Pero, sorry, for you. pero I'm just I'm just a little like Mike. You grew up in a ano to episode ng Hallmark Channel. Puta ano? Our maid, our maid was like a paradox. I love her. You know, I grew up with terrible maids. I grew up with terrible maids and I also grew up with um with good maids. And I will tell you that the terrible maids <laughs> thought like me. Like this is a transaction. But the good maids, those are the ones that, that I, by default, that's how I model sometimes my behavior Toward other maids because I'm like okay I'm not supposed to do that to this person because this you know because when you see that the maid no longer wants to, you see that it's not only the body the body language they have, the parang hindi sila ano they feel like ano ano lang to um this is just a job I'm just trying to do this um I'm trying to do this before I'm I'm maybe well, I'm scoping this place before I rob it parang ganon yung yeah tamang sabi like they really become your family members in a way because Um, si Ate Angie who got married last uh, five years yeah, ago. Yeah, I mean, yung yaya yeah, yeah, ko. Like, I grew up, like, I grew up with this uh, yaya, si yaya bit. And apat kaming magkakapatid. Ako yung bunso. So she took care of all my siblings. Tapos yung yung mom ko, ilan silang magkakapatid? Lima sila. She was the second. And she took care of my mom and her three brothers. So parang basically family institution siya. Alam mo yun. <clears throat> so... By all accounts from my family, um, ako yung pinaka spoiled ni Ayabet because I guess I was the last. I was the last one. Eh. You, I wasn't the last one. She took care of my 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 sister's uh, firstborn also, pero ako pa rin yung spoiled. Um, I I loved her to death, man. Like uh, when she passed away, like everybody was at her funeral. Obviously, hospitalization, cakay yung yung um, even your living yeah like we we shouldered all of that kasi nga she was a family member but and i knew she cared for me i knew she loved me also but also she was not um she did not take shit she did not take my shit alam mo yan like we made it that's yeah, the thing like, she made it very clear she did not be. work for me she worked for my mom if my mom says you do what mikey says she will do that if my mom says Pabayaan mo siyang gumalaw. Sorry ako. Although, you know, there were times like that, uh, you know, she would baby me a lot. Like, before nung high school, pag-uwi ko, may ano ako lagi. May almosal ako. Ay, not almosal. May merienda ako lagi. Hot dog and rice. Nice. Nice. Hot dog and rice. Hell yeah, dude. Yung, yung, uh, since we're all throwing around names, kasi wala lang. Um, So yung so yung bahay namin ngayon wala yung mom ko na sa US siya. So yung maid namin ever since asa bahay magisa. Nag-birthday siya last month. Um wala tao sa bahay ah. Sinundo siya ng brother ko at saka ng 
ano ko, brother ko tsaka ng sister-in-law. Tapos they took her out. Um, nag, nagpakain, tapos tumambay sa bahay, nilaro niya yung mga, yung mga um, anak ng brother ko. Like, she's like a relative. You come and you make visit and you you hang out with. Kasi nga, you grew up with a lot. Eh. You have basically the same memories. Eh. That's we take for granted for that. Eh. If you grew up in the same house, you and that, you and you and your mood have the same exact memories. You have the same memories of Christmas, of New Year's, of birthdays. She's seen it all. She's seen all the fight. She's seen all the good times, all the bad times. And uh, it's, it's, uh, it's so, it's, it's just, it is an integral part of who you are. And even talking, the, talking about it with the three of us, even if you talk about it with other people in the Philippines that may not have grown up with mates, they understand that it's a normal thing. Pero everywhere else, having a maid oh, is just rich. Na, automatic, auto-rich. Like here. Like here. Yeah. here. Because I think in places, an extra room in the house is insane just for the maid. Because otherwise, people, your help is someone who just comes in once a week and does shit for you and then leaves. But to have an in-house maid means that person is part of your family. Talagang inaalagaan mo siya. So, yeah, that, that for me, that's, that's, uh, that's important. Okay, so we're, we've been talking about like the stuff that makes you basically middle class. Um, so, okay, before we step into what basically makes you, yung minimum level ah, para maging rich. Let's, uh, let's say, is there, um, is there a tipping point wherein you go from, wherein you go from, um, wherein you go, where, I don't know what the appropriate term is for when you are below middle when class. You're, oh, are you technically diba? poor? Yung lower class ka, like, that's so hard to define because I don't think any of us were a- ever able to kind of experience that, fortunately for us, diba? Not parang... Oh, oh. Especially, especially in the schools in. we grew up in. Yeah. But for me, but for me, it's different. Because I, I don't know. Because I think for you, Mikey, it's kind of different. Because when you grow up in BF, ako kasi para sa akin different. Bakas si Andre has the same experience that I do. Because yung village namin sa Paranaque, yung mga bahay don iba-ibang ano eh, iba-ibang klase ng tao yung mga nakatira. So I had friends that were like kind of below middle class. And then I had friends who were like, my God, like one of my friends, their family Jeez. owns City Motors. And then one of my other friends, her mom, um, her tita, who's lived with them in the house, was selling palitaw around the village. Oh, that's interesting. She would be she would wake up at 6 in the morning and tell Palitao around the village. So, so for me, it was like, I had, a base, I had a very good idea of what poor was and what rich was. So for me, I, I didn't know what, what the tipping point ever was. It, was it, never, it never really made sense to me. Because it was always like, I just knew people who, I never saw people who transitioned it. I just saw people who were just there. Well, ours is different in the way that our high school was like a mix of rich and poor. So like everyone intermingled in. That's the thing with the province in the way that like kung mahirap ka man, mayaman, or middle class, um, magiging magkakabarkada kayo in the end kasi it's such a small place. Eh. There's so few people. Unlike in Manila, kung saan ang dami clicks. <laughs> tapos so tapos yung mga barkada niyo, may mga pangalan pa. Yeah. <laughs> Cringy. Cringy. Um, I think yeah. my mom yeah. did a good job of... Yeah. Um, my mom did a good job of either keeping us middle class or upper middle class, or she was very good at not showing that we were struggling. Alam mo yan? Because I never felt like we were struggling. My mom was always hustling. She was always working. Like, I see, I, I grew up seeing my mom work hard. But I don't know kung umabot kami sa point na 
mahirap na pala kami, pero my mom was just working double, triple the effort para lang hindi namin maramdaman. So I'm always thankful for that. But ang sa akin naging mm-hmm. marker of um, of being lower middle class to like being in poverty is alam mong medyo nagihirap ka na sa buhay kapag nagkasakit ka and it's a big deal. Oh, kasi I we never had that. Yeah. My my sister yeah. na hospital siya before kasi she was uh, she had dengue. Diba? This was in 1998, 99. So dengue was still kind of like it was still something that could, like there was a good chance it could kill you so we were worried about that. Um yung then my sister got pregnant and Hasselion was like, oh my God, we have to like bring her to a, to a OBG. Tapos, ano, yung papanganak, diba? Like, we, I was, uh, I didn't know yung specifics of how that was working out behind the scenes, diba? I didn't know who paid for what. I didn't know if my sister did. I didn't know if my mom did or my grandparents. Hindi ko alam. And I don't want to ask. It's not my business. I got sick. Nagkadengge ako. Ang hassle doon was... Um, The hassle there was, alam mo yun, like parang hindi ako makakapasok ng ilang araw. Yung hassle for me was, um, I was like, alam mo yun, I didn't want to go to school. Diba? I didn't want to go to school. So nag-aaway kami ng mami ko lagi. She's like, you have to go to school. You have to get a degree. And I'm like, no, I want to. I'm an edgy teen. Yeah. Those were our struggles. And then like, you kind of, you start realizing things. Like, Holy shit, like, As I am reminded daily, the diba? yung parang fuck. There were people that would literally sa Pilipinas sa probinsya yung naigita mo yung mga kwentong ganon, de ba? I feel bad about it now. You see kids like fucking tangina. Alam mo yun yung they're crossing mountains literally just so that they can go to school. Tapos yung mga hanging bridge nila putang ina mga kasing nipis lang nila. Then tapos Not like in in college, my first college, I had to take, I I had to take, I had to take, I had to take a a tricycle. I had to take a tricycle and MRT. Tapos kailangan ko sumakay dun sa school shuttle. Or that was my first college. Second college was Benil. So um, tricycle, MRT, LRT. And I didn't want to do that because it's sobrang hassle. And my mom didn't want to get me a car. Sobrang spoiled fucking brat. Meanwhile, there are these kids na parang tangina. Alam mo yun, nagkakasakit sila. Ako nagkasakit ako. I had dengue. My mom was just like, oh, for fuck's sake, you're gonna miss school. You know, <clears throat> paano ka magpa-finals yan? Hassle yan. But there are people na parang, holy fuck, yung yeah. anak ko may dengue, putang ina, paano to? There's a big chance na mamamatay siya because we don't have the money para ipadala sa ospital. Like, I don't, I mean, yeah, we can always like, oh, we're so lucky, we're so lucky. But what about these people, man? Like, ano yung, you don't know how to help. Like, I was looking, uh, one of my friends sent us a group message na parang, guys, by the way, if you guys are interested, uh, PGH, is offering swab testing for like, you know, medical clearance and shit like that. 2,200 na lang, pinaba, binabaan na nila. And I was thinking to myself na parang, all right, yeah, that's um, that's pretty good. 2,000? But then, oh, 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 Andren, okay ka lang? Ano nangyari sa'yo? <laughs> no, no, we'll keep that in. But, uh, did, you, did you fall asleep? That's the most exciting thing that's happened today. Are we keeping the- That's the ghost. That's ah, the ghost of privilege. Sorry, sorry. No, uh, you start thinking, put a PGH in, pare. 2,200 yung swab testing for medical clearance. Tayna, what, what about those day laborers? Yung mga construction worker. They want to get a swab test. It's 2,200. You start, alam mo yan, you start realizing your privilege. I mean, at 30, I'm 32. Andrew's, I don't know, the, al- the alcohol makes you... 31. God, no. Oh my God, no. Sobrang hindi. I will never say that. Those words will never come out of my mouth. Absolutely not. <laughs> never. Negatory. No. Mike is 45. So we're all old. At this point in our lives, we should know that we are... Sorry, 43. At 38? Are you actually 38 or 37? Yeah. 
<laughs> added seven years just for fun. I'm at this point in our lives, we should be painfully aware of our privilege, alamayon. And yeah, we should be. We shouldn't be denying it, but we also we shouldn't be celebrating it. We shouldn't be like we shouldn't be telling people na parang tayna. We can get sick whenever the fuck we want because we have the money to go to the hospital. Nobody is it. Nobody is doing that. Not. I'm pretty sure we're not even saying anything close to that. I think what we're just trying to establish not before you went into some moral uh, dilemma is um, is that some is that yeah that that that's a, that's a good touch point. Is like if 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 somebody gets sick. Basically, in terms of education, it's like why didn't you? Why didn't our classmate go to school? Because her mom got sick. Mom didn't get a paycheck, so there was no tuition fee, so he couldn't afford to go to school. It's as simple as that. They weren't out on the street, just that they couldn't afford the tuition fee, so they couldn't go to school. So that's it's sometimes it's it's as painfully um, direct as uh, as that situation. So um, yeah, that that that's definitely uh, a factor. Um, okay, so let's uh, let's try to uh, to wind down. If you if you guys okay, let's let's talk about what it takes for you to finally be for you to consider. Let's let's not talk hyperbole. Let's just talk bare minimum. Pano masasabing mayaman ka? What do you think is the case for mayaman ka? Ito for me ah, sobrang weird nito idea ko ng pagiging mayaman. I don't know if I mentioned this to you before. Para sa akin, mayaman ka, pag pumunta ka ng pumunta ka ng mall or pumunta ka ng like place like um, Star City uh-huh. or like if you went to like a theme park tapos somebody or theme park or a resort tapos na Can you repeat that? No, so I'm saying part? if you if you went to like a mall or if you went to a place like Star City or to Philside, or you went to a resort. Tapos, nagkwari, this example, like swimming ka sa resort. Paglabas mo ng pool, oh. yung mami mo, hingi niya yung menu All sa resort. Right. Tapos, order siya ng french fries. Ng overpriced french fries. Like this french fries cost 250 pesos. Pero ordering niya kasi I'm having a snack, a nice hot snack for my kids while I'm here. And that used to be for me the pinnacle of like, this is like royalty. But if you can afford <laughs> to buy these things and purchase these things, you don't have to kasi they're clearly overpriced. Pag nasa mall ka, tapos pisipin mo, uy, parang masarap yung footlong na hotdog na yun ah. Tapos ordering lang naman mo. Sige, ordering natin. And for me, that was like minimum for me that um, you would buy that. That's, that's why for me now, I have no impulse control. Uh, I only started losing impulse control when I started earning my own money. Because like growing up, my mom was, um, she worked hard, she gave us a comfortable life, pero controlado ang spending. So whenever we were in the mall, I think I share that sentiment. Because when we eat even if it's, an, you know, it's a nice restaurant, my mom orders everything. She will order everything. Okay. She was like, she will ask us, what do you want? And I'll obviously be like, I want the steak. She's like, you're not getting, wrong with you. You're not getting the steak. You're getting something else. It's too expensive. Get something else. So for me, a marker of um, being rich was, um, yeah, a marker of being rich is you go to a restaurant and they're just, you're just like, yeah, order whatever you want. And then you're like, what do you mean order whatever you want? Order what you want. Ah. Uh. The, 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 this is the key difference. When the waiter comes and they give menus, <laughs> and then your mom just that's goes, you know, give the menu. That's how you know middle class. That's how you know middle class. I love about so when we lived in Cebu, we thought we were high rollers until we, I know, um, every time we would go to Shangri-La, sa Shangri-La Maktan to eat, like a fancy restaurant in Shangri-La Maktan, what they, what my mom would do was she would call the restaurant that we would or we would go to. She would say, "Can you fa- fax pa ninety seven ninety eight to? Can you fax us your menu?" And she would do this three four days in advance. Can you fax us your menu? She would. They would fax us their menu, and my mom would like encircle things. And during the three days go before we go to Maktan Shangri La, she would like okay. 
choose what you want to order and I will vet these vet these items and by Saturday pagpapunta na kami she was like okay this is what we're going to be having for lunch this is what we're going to be having for dinner these are the items that you will order nothing else like that's how I knew na para okay middle class pa rin pala tayo and I think another middle class I think what made you upper class also was um Andrew, and I don't know if you if you agree with me on this pero speaking of because Mike brought it up speaking of resorts if you go to a resort and your family orders room service for me that was a marker of being upper class for me naman, oh yeah yeah go ahead mark of being upper class again it's so basic bitch didn't you ma? getting a playstation even though it wasn't your birthday like oh if there was a new console that came out, your family immediately got it. Kasi kami, we got a Super NES nung Ano na, two years out of the market na yung PlayStation. Kasi mura na yung Super Nintendo. So, that was the only time we could we could afford it. Um, and for me, that's why I had I have fonder memories of a Super NES. Kasi for me, I used to have to go to my friend's house and play this. Pero now it's in my house. And that used to be like so, so nice as a feeling to be like, yay, I have this in my house. I can, I can play right, with this whenever point, I want. That's a good point actually, Andren. That's a good that point really cool. na... If you um, have the PlayStation One when it came out, nasa medyo, medyo upper middle, upper class, upper middle class, upper class ka. If you got PS One, um, depends. Because PS One, medyo mura pa yung mga balanya nong. Like, because my puta. That's how you know. That's a, that's not a poor or rich thing. Rich thing. That's how you know you grew up in the nineties. You call video games bala. Putang ina. Kasi yung mga yung mga yeah, yung mga video games nun were cheaper kasi may piracy. Yeah, 50 pesos so, lang. marker ng mayaman ka, kung PS3. No, ah, marker ng mayaman ka in the late 90s, early 2000s was may PlayStation 1 ka, tapos yung PlayStation 1 games mo, original. Yeah, yung black. Yung yeah. Oh, man, you know you were rich. May PlayStation 1 game ka, pero original. You're like, what? Dude, scratch-proof to, man. Really? I when I was growing up, I had one. I only had. I only ever had one original PlayStation One game. Why is it always like that? Can you I was Soul Edge. Soul Edge was the only original game that I had. That was. I think was that the release. No, and then no. And then was that the release game, Mike, for uh, PlayStation One? Yung Soul Edge. No, hindi pa, hindi pa. Ano? Everybody. Everybody had that. Everybody had that. I know that. I don't know why, but every no. Here's the reason why everybody had the Soul Edge. Because, because you know why? Because um, Virtua Fighter oh, right. was not available on a PlayStation. Virtua Fighter was Saturn, not available on the. Sega Saturn. What was it? What was the Sega? Sega Saturn. That's why. And that was the only thing. By the way, Mama Ru, Soul Edge was, was basically was that was Soul Caliber. That was. That was the first incarnation of Soul Calibur. Now we're at like Soul Calibur 87. And I don't even know what the hell's going on now. But sorry, can I just share before we... So it is basically um, um, six giant pixel blocks holding a long pixel that was a sword. And uh, the you would just have different colors. Yeah, can I just share before we wrap things up? Uh, speaking of knowing when you're... Uh, upper middle class, middle class, or rich. Um, like, okay, my girlfriend, I would consider her upper middle class on the border of upper class. All right? Because her family's rich. Ganun lang simple. So, when on my 31st birthday, we decided we'll save up money. We'll save up money. Tapos, we went to Crimson Hotel in Cebu. This is not a cheap fucking place, okay? Tang ina. It was not cheap. Alright? We had to save up for a lot of months just to spend 
two nights, three nights, two nights, something like that, two nights. Because you know, sinabay namin a wedding, and it was my birthday. So she was like, "You, we, we're gonna do whatever the hell you want. You know, you wanna, do you wanna go like parasailing, whatever? Like we can do that." I was like, "No, I'm not into that. I just want to kind of. I don't drink a lot, so." It was an occasion for me to say, you know what? I think I want to have a beat, uh, a beer by the beach. And we get there, and I, I get the menu, and I ask the guy, "Makani beer nyo?" And the guy, the waiter, just looks at me, and he was just like, "Sir, mahal yung beer dito." And I was like, I was mildly offended. Then I looked at the price, and I was just like, I just like, yeah, can I get a coke, coke regular? <laughs> We'll have a Coke regular in the beach. But I knew that my girlfriend was upper middle class slash upper class. Because, again, it was my birthday. We could do whatever I wanted. We go to uh, first night, and it was a nice room. We didn't settle for the, uh, no, you know, the, the, the we settled for a nice suite. It was nice. And we were there, and she was like, so uh, I was saying, it's like, oh, man, I'm a little hungry. I know it's, it's like 11.30, but I'm a little hungry. And she's like, get room service. And I was like, <sighs> <laughs> yeah, okay, get room service. Wow. I can't believe it took us an hour that, to get exactly. room service. And I was that, like, that, I that just is stopped. The and she was like, what? I was like, you can't just get room service. And she was like, it's your birthday. You can you can get room service. You're 31. You can get room service if you wanted. Oh, and I was like, and I was like, and she was like, what, what's wrong? Why, why are you so surprised? And I'm like, I just mean... I didn't. I just. I have never done room service in my life. Thirty-one years, never. And she was like, yes. "Really? Yes, exactly. You've all, we've all been in hotels. Exactly. We've all looked at the menu, and the moment we opened it, our moms, our moms' hands would smack us so strongly at the back of their like, Don't you even fucking think about looking that at that shit. Was my, there is no my way. fantasy this is drawing up was, because like again we were middle upper middle class enough that we were able to go siguro on in the summer we would spend a few days like two to three days at a beach resort okay but my ultimate fantasy was always picking up the phone and hello room service can i order this and I was explaining this to my girlfriend and she was like, wow, okay. So I grew up a little privileged pala because when I grew up, when I was growing up, you know, we would we would have family trips and my grandfather would just say, yeah, order what you want from room service. So, so parang sobrang inconceivable for my middle class brain that you could go to a resort, pick up the phone, call room service, tapos hindi ka sasampalin ng nanay mo? How does that work? I never fucking knew. Ikaw, Andren, like when you were growing up and you guys would go to resorts, because I know you were middle class, upper middle class enough now. You could spend two to three days during the summer, one month in the summer months, two to three days of that. You can you can afford to go to a nice beach resort, spend time with your family. Nakapag, ano ka ba? Nakapag room service ka ba? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Exa- yes, exactly. Oh, pack our own lunch. There you go. Goodbye. There you go. So there you go. There you go. Nothing more. There's here's here's a difference. Here's a difference. If I could if I could summarize it really quickly, this is what it's what it is. You go inside the hotel, okay? If you are poor, if you're sorry, if you're rich, you pick up the phone and then you say, Can I order the cheeseburger, two cokes, a french fries, and can you send a um, banana split for later? That's if you're rich. If you're poor, you ring up the phone and says, um, pwede ng, ano, apat na plato? Apat na plato? Tatlong baso na may ice. Magkano yung coke nyo? Di, sige, magtutubig na lang kami. Magkano yung, oh di may free God. water nyo. Lagi na lang ng free Dude. water nyo. And it, 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 it's like that. I did, okay, just quickly, I also did the same thing. If um if you are at a hotel and you don't mind the price of the oh yeah of the of the room service I know at least once because you always no but to that's at least the thing like before we wrap things up I just wanted to like to complete the story so she was like it's your birthday do what you want order what you want but I knew I was middle class because I moment I opened that menu putang so sampalin yung sarili ko you parang I'm not paying. 800 pesos for two-piece fried chicken. Are you fucking kidding me? But my girlfriend was like, no, it's your birthday. Treat yourself. Do what you want. 
You know, like it's your birthday. Come on. Like, okay, any other day you'll feel a little bad, but not right now. Come on. It's like, no, fuck this. I'm just gonna get the tiramisu. 250 pesos. But I was like, you know what? Fine. I want to experience this at least once in my life. So I did, and it was a great experience. And it was it was amazing. It is. If you eat the 800 peso chicken, you will you will taste it and be like, this is a little overpriced. But I actually, it's not like you bought yeah, you're like gonna, you're gonna pay for chicken and you yeah, got it's really, then the chicken. food was pretty it's good. Not, Sorry, I just wanted to um, fried chicken. Uh, very quick story before we wrap things up because I know Mike has to go and let's wrap up the, the podcast. Speaking of Andrew's point, you pack your own lunch. So, um, <clears throat> one time my family and I went to Puerto Galera for I think three, four days. So, nagroro kami. and on the bus there. I was getting hungry and I told my mom, may stopover, can we eat at the stopover? Diba? And she was like, nagugutom ka? Ang aga-aga, matut- ano, kumain ka na lang doon sa resort. And then she's like, actually, you know what? Never mind. She opens her bag. Putang ina, she brings out a whole fucking Ziploc bag of tender, juicy hot dogs. And she's like, opens it, kumuha ka ng isa. And I'm just like, oh my God, I am so, I don't know why I was so embarrassed, but I was embarrassed. Until pagtigin ko dun sa, dun sa kabilang row, there were other people bringing out sandwiches and like, parang, okay, all right, fucking smart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The best, the best food comes from the house. And oh, yeah. Usually, like, we would have like those little green resealable bags, and they would be full. Oh. It would be full of the. It would be full of soggy sandwiches because. Bagong luto sila. Tas but that was the best. Plastic, mainit sa, it'll sweat. So it'll become soggy inside. Pagbukas mo ng bread, oh. pagbukas mo oh, ng right. bread, di ba? Yung, yung pula. Alright, so, uh, okay. Uh, I think we solved it, guys. I think we solved what makes you middle class or rich. It, it was fun. And much um, if you guys have anything to plug, episode, do so guys. now. Or let's just end the, the podcast because they're gonna cut that part out anyway. Um, uh, Keep following us, guys. Um, if you enjoyed enjoyed this, we have we have um, we have ten more episodes prior to this one. Please keep. We'll probably we'll, hopefully we'll have ten more after this. Um, check out the other fun podcasts from. Andrew, you want anything Asia. to? Uh, do you have anything um, to yeah, say? All. <laughs> all right, thank you guys so much. Again, like and follow us on uh, Spotify. This was Mike Andres, Mike Sadi, and Bernardo. This was the Mama Bernardo. So that's it. Bye, everybody. Bye, bye, bye. Bye, bye.